Video games are not only a great escape from the current stresses of life, but are also good sources of entertainment. Motorsports, video games in general, allow fans to drive their favorite vehicles that their real-life heroes get to get to every weekend, and get only a small taste of what it's like in real life. While every Monster Jam game might not be the most realistic thing out there, they, sure, they for sure provide amazing entertainment for thousands of fans. On today's episode, join Lane, Errol, and Ethan as we discuss every Monster Jam game from the amazing ones to the not-so-good ones. Strap yourselves in. And please, please, for the life of me, mash that loud pedal. And get ready. Because it's because time, time to jam! Welcome back to the Monster Jam Weekly Podcast. My name is Jackson, also known as Monster Jam Historian. You can follow my social media at Monster Jam Historian on Instagram and Monster Jam Historian on YouTube. Today, I am joined by Lane, aka Lane Flores 2. Please introduce yourself. What's up, guys? I'm Lane Flores 2. Follow me at Lane underscore Flores 2, like Jackson just said. So... I'm ready for this podcast today. We have Errol, a.k.a. EPH Graphics. Hey there. Uh, that's my name. And back from last week, uh, a continuing guest is Ethan, a.k.a. Monster Jam Live 2020. What's good, guys? I'm uh, back on another podcast. And this is honestly going to be one of my favorite podcasts to do because, I mean, if y'all know me, I love video games. So let's get this podcast going. Mine, mine too, you know, I always wanted to do one because uh, <laughs> while I haven't played each and every Monster Jam game, which sucks, but uh, there's, there's a lot of them. One of them, we're going to start off with the first Monster Jam game that they ever made, which surprisingly is actually one of my favorites, and I seriously don't know why. So the first game that we're looking at today is Monster Jam Maximum Destruction. It was released by Ubisoft on PC. Uh, Game Boy Advance, Nintendo GameCube, and PlayStation 2 in 2002. It contains 63-plus trucks, 26 main trucks, which are available right from the get-go, 26 Mm -hmm. championship versions, which are unlocked by completing a full season with a normal truck, and they feature golden rims, a golden roll cage, and a Monster Jam checkered flag. And I think they had some Monster Jam logo thing on the front. Uh, and 11 unlockable trucks, unlocked by completing a full season with a championship truck. Uh, for the PC version, there is an additional 5 trucks, and for the Game Boy Advance version, 5 trucks were removed, but 2 additional trucks and 2 from the main selection are unlockable. Uh, the game is a twisted metal, like, demolition type, uh, demolition derby type game. Uh, for some reason, I don't know who thought this was a great idea, but I think this is why I find it most fun, because the physics are kind of butt. Uh, but, 
Uh, they decided, let's have trucks ram into each other, pick up guns and weapons, and just destroy the living crap out of each and every truck. You want to take your rage out on Gravedigger for winning the World Finals yet again, just open up this game, drive a truck, get a gun, and just shoot Gravedigger into the, into the abyss. Uh, there's a championship mode and an exhibition mode, death matches and cash grab. Death matches kind of speaks for itself. You gotta be the last man standing. And cash grab, you gotta go around and collect, uh, I think they're like little monster jam icons. There's mini games such as racing and freestyle, which are kind of really boring. Uh, but my favorite is the lava island. Uh, you get to drive up the volcano and get to push the others off and the AI is kind of bad So most of the time they just drive off which is really fun and I don't know why it's so interesting to me I love it so much. There's a great list of trucks. I'm gonna quickly pull them out right here um, This is the first and only time that they had uh, Marvel trucks in the game at all Um and I, I do have to say, for some reason, they really like the name Monster Jam. Oh, sorry, Maximum Destruction. Obviously, it is known as the real-life truck now, now known as Max D. And they had the second-ever Crash Madness DVD, which was known as Maximum Destruction as well. And, of course, this game. Uh, just to quickly go through the list, I won't read out every single truck. There was Blacksmith, American Guardian, Airborne Ranger, Bustin' Loose, Destroyer, Goldberg, uh, Gunslinger, King Crunch, Prowler, Reptoids, Spider-Man, Sudden Impact, Survivor, Wild Thing, Wolverine. Um, what else is there? In terms of the unlockable trucks, there was Incredible Hulk, uh, the 20th Anniversary Gravedigger, Armored Force, Hooch Wagon, that was really cool. Um, Big yeah. Yellow, uh, Dog Pound, and there was the Inland Productions truck. So, there, I mean, I, again, it's, it's so weird because it's, it's, does, it's not like any of the Monster Jam games we have today. And considering that this is the first game, I, I seriously don't know why they went with this. But... I don't know why. I find it fun. I think it's one of my favorite games. Uh, what did you guys think of Monster Jam Maximum Destruction? To be honest, I thought the game when I was well, when I was like about say seven or eight years old. Uh, I first thought the game was like, oh, this is cool, like trucks uh, firing weapons at each other. But then, as you get older, you think about it. Why did they go with this? And as of today, I just before this podcast, actually, I was just thinking, uh, why would they go with this concept for their first ever Monster Jam game? Like, they've got all the right trucks, but they have the worst concept they could come up with. Like, it, it's still an all right game to me, but, you know, it may be one of my favorites still. But, yeah, I still don't know why they went with this concept as well. But, you know, it's a start. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm gonna be frank here. Like, I've never touched this game. I've never played it. Um, I think I was like a mere one years old when this thing <laughs> was officially released. But um, it's definitely like the most. It's the most ambitious way to start a series for your for your franchise, basically. Because you would think they would start with like a more traditional aspect 
that like as we see now, like still Titans or whatever, with like the racing and freestyle, you wouldn't expect them to be so ambitious to like make a twisted metal version, Monster Jam twisted metal version as their like their kickstarting game to like introduce someone to Monster Jam. It's like think of like someone who's like just heard of Monster Jam but like never seen the actual event and they play this game. <laughs> it's like not a good representation of like what the events what the events actually what actually takes place in the events. So it's definitely the most ambitious game in out of all the games we're gonna talk about. So I guess you have to give it credit for that, but like I don't know. I really don't know. It's 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 a curveball out of all these games. Well, I'm gonna be honest. I've <clears throat> I've touched this game maybe once or twice in my childhood, so I am not gonna really say anything about this game. So that's just where I'm gonna leave off at. All right. Well, I'm gonna move on to Monster Four by Four Masters of Metal. It was released by Ubisoft on the PlayStation Two and Nintendo GameCube in 2003. It consists of 23 trucks, 15 pre-unlocked trucks, and eight unlockables. Now this kind of sucks for me as being a podcaster. I have not played this game. I kind of want to just to, I don't know, get the experience. I've heard from a couple people it's good, but I've heard it's kind of bad. So I don't really know. I hope you guys can comment on this because I unfortunately can't. So what did you think of this game? Yeah, same same thing with the last one. I, I didn't really get into the Monster Jam games until about um, Monster Jam Urban Assault. So once again, I, I can't really say nothing about the game. I I think I played this game maybe one time at the store. If you guys remember at the whenever like Walmart used to have like, like the pre demo games on like the the game consoles. That, that this was one of the games that they had playing, and I touched it, and it was kind of fun, but. Like I said, I haven't played it too much to to really criticize or give any sayings to it. Yeah, I'm kind of in the I'm in the same boat. I know a little bit about this game. I know I am aware that this is the I think it's the only game with like an actual storyline in it, which is interesting enough by itself because you know it's like Monster Jam is pretty straightforward. I don't know if you really need to incorporate a story into there, but like you got to give props to developers for again trying to do something a little more ambitious. I think it might be a step up from Maximum Destruction in terms of like representing what actually goes on in an actual Monster Truck event. Yeah, even though it's still kind of it's still kind of far off. It, was, like, it was slightly the, more realistic. Yeah, at the time, when was this released? Like, 2003, I yeah, think? Yeah, 2003. Yeah, so, like, for its time, it's 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 a, it's a decent game. Um, they did downgrade the amount of trucks you could choose from as they went from, like, 63 to, like, just 23, which is, um, I don't know what to make of that, but, like, that's another interesting fact about it, but that's all I have to say about it. As for myself, I've never played the game, but I've, I have seen uh, footage uh, around Instagram and YouTube. And honestly, it's it, ha- it made me have mixed feelings about it. Like, most of it does look cool and all, but there's some parts where it's just like, why were they even allowed 
to make this. Um, but it, but but like the career mode, the career um, career mode has me interested. You choose a driver, and that's their you're playing their story, or something like that. I've I've never played the game yet again, but like what I've seen, it's not that bad. But it could have been better. Uh, there was it was a real huge downgrade. Like Errol said, Errol said um, when they just lowered the how much truck there what how much truck there is in the, the second game compared selection. to the first game. Yeah, the truck selection truck selection was so much. It was lower than the first game. That you know could have been a could have been a little bit bigger roster, but you know that uh, was use Ubisoft's uh, uh, decision to do that. And you know I can't really speak a lot for myself, but yeah, I have a lot of mixed feelings for it. Well, luckily, I can talk a lot about the next couple of games. Uh, the next one in the series was regarded as one of the best. Monster Jam, the video game, was developed by Taurus Games and published by Activision uh, on the Nintendo DS, PlayStation 2, Windows, and Xbox 360 on November 13th, 2007, and was later released for the Wii on November 21st, 2007. 20 trucks are available, 6 trucks pre-unlocked, and 14 unlockable trucks. Uh, another great selection um, of trucks. There was, from memory, there was uh, only two Gravediggers. There was the standard version and the 25th anniversary version. Uh, Blacksmith, Bounty Hunter, Brutus, Bulldozer, Captain's Curse, Iron yeah, Brutus. Maximum Destruction, Monster Mode, Nine, Yep, Predator, Scarlet Bandit, Team Suzuki, Avenger. <clears throat> um, just just a lot. I think this is actually a good uh, roster of trucks. Um, I think the first Eltra one they over Monster Mode. Yep. They overdid it because when you take into consideration the 63 trucks, but uh, how many was there mainly from the get-go? So there's 26 main trucks. So there's so there's 26 more that there's, are exactly okay, so, the same. So I, think the, I think you started with seven. Yeah, you started off with seven because you started off with Gravedigger. No, no, no. Uh, I'm talking about Monster maximum. Mutt. No, 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 no. I'm talking about maximum destruction because that had twenty six trucks to start off with. <gasps> oh, 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 okay. Oh, 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 oh. Twenty six. Oh, okay. Duplicates, which are exactly the same. So for this game, I think there's more, and even in the last, there's more variety because if I can remember correctly, in maximum destruction, there's. Grave dig. There's the standard grave digger. There's the championship grave digger. There's the blue and silver grave digger, and then there's the twentieth anniversary grave digger. So that's four, and now they only have two. But anyway, um, so there's a couple of modes uh, in single event. Uh, there is and in the championship, there's freestyle, stadium racing, stadium circuit, cross country, time trial, eliminator, circuit. Uh, there's the championship thing that, as I said, where you go through and compete in, uh, these, like, outdoor maps that are really, really cool. There's a lot of memorable set pieces. Uh, I remember one of my favorite levels was, I think it was in, like, some airfield thing. 
and there's one where oh, you have yeah, to jump know, over a giant cliff. I thought that was so cool as a kid. Um, there was the one where you get to drive through a forest. That was cool. Um, yes! Yes! Uh, yes! That one is so OG. There was a couple. There was a couple. Um... I don't know, maybe you guys can chime in. I, I, I'm i sorry, I'm kind of mind blank. I haven't played most of these for a while. Uh, and then there's multiplayer, which isn't online, I'm certain. I think it's just... Um... Split screen? Yeah, split screen. Um, overall, it's just a fantastic game. I have so much fun going back to it. Um, it's, it's just really fun. I think this was the first game... Where people, you know, the physics might not be, like, real life, but I thought, like, holy crap, this is fun to play. Like, maximum destruction is kind of, like, rage-worthy, and, like, if you try to do racing or freestyle, you know, the two things that are, like, known in monster trucks, and yet when you try to do those in that game, it's like, oh, well, this is just really crap. But when you do it in this game, it's so fun. And the the place, uh, the modes where you get to drive around the tracks and, uh, um, like I said, like that giant, um, what was it? What did I say? The canyon and the forest one. That's really fun. It's really competitive, and it's just so fun to see all the other trucks wreck, and they still leave out jumps. You get to destroy stuff. It's so cool. And can I just say, greasing the wheel as a theme is so good. You know the, the, the song that greets you when you open the game up? Oh, just Such a nostalgic yeah. song. Exactly. It's fantastic. Yeah. I love it so much. What did you guys think of Monster Jam 2007? Sorry, Monster Jam the video game 2007. <sighs> Alright, well, I'm going to be completely honest. Any Monster Jam super fan that is around my age, this is the game that you grew up with. This game came out, and this was... For sure. This is, if not one... This is, like, my childhood. Literally... The the map like the like the trucks and like the maps in this game like the uh, San Diego I I can literally remember everything from some of these like San Diego is the one that had the big pirate ship in the middle, and then Orlando was the one that had like the big old like double jump, like there there's so many cool things in this game that like I remember, and like I I still have the game for my Xbox. And honestly, think about think, now. Just thinking about, it, I'm probably gonna go play it after this podcast, cause like there, there's so many like great like things in this game. It's like it's really what got me hooked on the Monster Jam. Yeah, um, they really like the switch. The switch and developers from I, I forget who it was earlier, but to Activision, I think that was a per- like. A great decision because they improved a lot of the physics from earlier games, made it really more realistic in this game, where like the racing's really fun. The freestyle is actually freestyle for the most part, and they also introduced uh, like the whole racing, like the outdoor racing thing. I think that's a, a phenomenal idea, especially for monster trucks and just like. I think that's everybody, especially as a kid, seeing these monster trucks, like, what would it be like if they were outside? Like, I think this game capitalizes on that concept perfectly, and we'll, and in later games, it's also done really well. Um, this is kind of like the flagship 
uh, Monster Jam game of the of the that era because, and I think that's why it was just like Monster Jam the video game like it's self titled like that because this is the game you want that will represent your uh, represent your brand, and I think it does that really well. I think the the truck selection's really good. It's got like the Monster Jam All Stars basically in there of that time, and it introduced yeah, multiplayer. Uh, seven. I was really hyped for it. Although my first Monster Jam game was Maximum. Scan than the other one. This one looks well when you were a kid. Very your eyes and appealing. And uh, and I got it around early 2008, around around February. Uh, once I played it, I was just, uh, playing like Grave the Digger, Bounty Hunter, oldest, and amazing because to me, like even though the game is, is somewhat unrealistic, realistic. Um, it was still just very awesome playing. Could have still today. I still have the game, although it's my second copy. Because my first one. To say? Oh yeah, I was gonna mention. I think this was the first game to introduce like the showroom unlockable yes, thing. Yes, yes, it was. It was. That, Those yeah. videos were insane. I loved them so much. The cool little yeah. neat effects that they had. Yeah, and, and like that non-trademark music they would use, it was just phenomenal, and it gave you like an extra incentive to play the game. Like, like once you're done unlocking all the monster trucks, you'd be like, "Oh, there's these little highlight videos I really want to watch. I gotta play the game even more." Yeah, there's a lot of replayability. One thing I just actually a couple of things I noticed. I was gonna bring up the showroom, but I'm glad you you mentioned it. Um. I really liked... I mean, Scott Douglas was in the first uh, Maximum Destruction. I'm not sure about Monster 4x4, because as I've said, I haven't played it. But this game, he was all over it. And um, he, he, he was kind of... You know, as a kid, he was kind of enjoyable to listen to. I think now it kind of gets a bit repetitive. Uh, but especially in Herb and the Salt, but I'll get to that. Um, and one thing, too, I remember other modes we had... The dock, I think they're called the the dock Docklands level, where they had it was like out on like an ocean. They had that giant ship that you could drive through. That was so cool. Oh, they had the giant pirate ship that you could smash through. That was so yeah. cool. I loved that. Yeah, in San Diego, they had that. Yeah, they had that on the freestyle track, and they had that in that um other one. I love that. It was so cool to drive through that. Y'all, so, y'all talking about the, the, the pirate ship? Yeah, the pirate yeah. ship. That's what we were just saying. Yeah. And they had the... Uh, what was the other one? They had that one that was in like that construction site thing that I thought was really cool. That one where you race down that giant mountain. I thought was really cool. Um, I, I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, but we will move on to the very next one, regarded as one of the best, and because I haven't played Path of Destruction, in my opinion, is the best. Monster Jam Urban Assault, released in 2008 by Activision. The game was released for Nintendo DS, Nintendo Wii, pardon me, PlayStation Portable, and PlayStation 2. It featured 28 trucks, 6 pre-unlocked trucks, and 22 
unlockable trucks. Uh, again, a fantastic set of um, just a great roster. There are so many awesome trucks that you can go through and play as. Uh, let me just quickly bring them up. Um, I'm going to quickly go through the list, as I said, very quickly. You have Gravedigger, the original Gravedigger, Maximum Destruction, Pastrana 1.9, Blue Thunder, Bulldozer, El Toro Loco, King Crunch, Destroyer, War Wizard, Spitfire, now known, or was after then known as Dragon's Breath, Black Stallion, Devastator, Avenger, Spike Unleashed, Bounty Hunter, Scarlet Bandit, Iron Outlaw, that was the Q-Talk version, Air Force Afterburner, Jurassic Attack, Monster Mutt, Monster Mutt Dalmatian, Captain's Curse, Blacksmith, Backwards Bob, Stone Crusher, and Team Suzuki. So, yeah, I mean, this game is so fun. I think they tweaked the physics a little bit now because now you can do, like, mid-air backflips and stuff. There's a World Championship mode where you get to choose one truck and compete in racing and freestyle. Uh, freestyle is so, so... Fun. I think it's even, in my opinion, as more fun than what it was. They have those giant ramps that is not realistic in the slightest, but you can do like seven backflips off of. Uh, it's really fun to control the truck, and they leave out so many destructible like things you can destroy. Uh, there's like boxes, there's cars, there's buses, uh, there's like gates, there's like mini houses, there's the pirate ship again, there's so many cool things that you can, um, what's it called, destroy, uh, Speedster has you, again, they brought back the, the, uh, um, where you get to race out and about and do that stuff in, like, these not really open world environments, but... Uh, also, they made them more urban, kind of to fit the name Urban Assault, so instead of mainly driving out in, like, forests and, and, uh, like, construction sites, now they're more, like, city-type things, and I don't know how, like, I think if you were to, to describe that to a normal person, you'd be like, oh, that just sounds really boring, but when you play it, there is so much cool things there's, there's still, like, a construction thing where there's, like, a road that's, there's, like, a huge gap, and there's, like, roads that are hanging in the air by, like, a crane. That was really cool. Um, what else was there? There were so many. I can't think off the top of my head. Um, in terms of environments, there was, what else was there? There's, like, old construction yards that you could just, like, destroy everything in there. There was, um... I remember, I think this is this track was, like, based off San Diego, or San Francisco, I mean, where there's, like, oh, a little... Oh, yes! You go down the this... giant the giant hills and stuff, and they got yeah. the houses. That was cool. You could either cool. go down the hills, or you could, like, take a little shortcut and, like, launch off this giant skyscraper and just jump off of that. That was, like, my favorite thing to do back then. So cool. Um, yeah, I'm... Um, There's so much variety in that game. Absolutely. Especially the fact that they all kept it consistent to the urban... To the, to the name Urban Assault and the urban theme. You know, as I said, you'd think that only limiting it to just urban environments sounds boring, but there's so many cool tracks that they managed to make, even with just the... As I said, the urban theme. Um... 
There's circuit racing, which kind of works. Also, one thing I wanted to notice, I don't know why, but I think in every version but the PS2 version, I think this is the same for the previous game, uh, there's five other trucks, so there's six trucks altogether, but for some reason in the PS2 version, there was only three others. I don't know why. Maybe there was more limits to the PS2 version, um, but that didn't really bother me. Uh, there's head-to-head -head racing, which is so fun. So they have they have you and another truck going one way, and then they have the other two trucks going the opposite way. And eventually, I think they shorten the tracks, but eventually you go by and you collide with each other, and it's so fun to yeah. just annoy the crap out of the, the AI. It, and it's just so fun to do, going around and... And if you're trying to get a decent lap down, just not smash into them. It's so fun. There's Eliminator back from the last game. There's Smasher, the Smasher series, which has Devastator and Airstrike. I thought Airstrike was kind of interesting. Um, but... Oh, yeah, kind of just like launch and trying to hit as many targets Which, which I possible. thought I, I thought it was unique, but it was kind of... The uh, Devastator one, though, is like a complete different story that's so fun there's that one where you're in that um i don't know how to call it It was like some it wasn't like a construction site there was a construction site one but there was some it was something else it was like a i don't know let's let's call it a, a nighttime construction site i don't i don't really know the technical term for it i hope you guys know what i'm on about the one where they've got uh They've got the houses, and they've got, like, the train track bit that's got, like, nothing in it. Um, there's a couple of stuff. Devastator's really fun. There's this Stuntman series, which has Trickster, which is basically freestyle, except you really only get points for doing tricks. There's Monster Jump, which I actually kind of like. It's really fun. Um, and there's this one, which I find so funny. Uh, is it the ski ball? Yep. Is it skill ski ball? Jump, oh, go. Where you have... We basically have... It, well, it's exactly like ski ball, except there's monster truck size. So there's a giant ramp, and you got to try and get it in the holes and destroy as much stuff. And it's so dumb. It's so just silly, but it's so fun. And the creativity in that is insane. It's so fun to see your truck being flung like a skeet ball or ski ball, sorry. It's just hilarious. Um, there's quick action, there's multiplayer, and all of that. Uh, in overall, oh, there's more showroom stuff, there's more videos, and they are just as great. They've got great effects. Overall, the game is insane. It's so good. It's so fun. A great selection of trucks. There is almost infinite... Excuse me. Replayability. I love this game so much. I come back to it so often. And I know that Monster Jam isn't exactly the people to do this. But Monster Jam, if you're listening, go back and remaster Urban Assault. Let's make it happen. Um, oh yes. I, I I know that the likelihood of that happening is very slim, but I want to see it so bad. Imagine modern day, I don't know, modern day things with the ski ball thing. It'd be so fun. What did you guys think of Monster Jam Urban Assault? 
I honestly thought this game was really, really fun. Uh, and I was as excited as I was for the first one, only where you just do more fun, creative stuff. And in overall, this, that game was just so awesome. Probably my favorite part was most of the racing part, like circuit racing, Eliminator, uh, had to had one. That was really fun, honestly. And yeah, I just thought that game was really fun. Yeah, like this is like I'm with you. Like this is like my favorite Monster Jam game of all time. Like despite like the lack of realism, and I even think like they like purposely like decrease the frame rate just so it can you can be more crazy in there, which I think is like an interesting move in itself because these and like the other games, your your monster truck and like there's limits to how powerful it is and like what you can like drive over and stuff, but like. Basically, in this game, like, anything that's not a wall, you can just, like, drive through and just destroy, and it's really fun. And they they put a lot of wacky stuff in there, like, those, basically, like, those half-pipe ramps in the freestyle events, um, which are just super unrealistic, but again, add to that charm that this game has that I don't think any other game that we're going to talk about has. Um... The head, like you said, the, the racing modes, they just expanded on this. Um, the head-to-head was my personal favorite, where, like you said, you just you got two opposing trucks going the opposite direction. You got to avoid those. That was just such a neat concept. Um, the freestyle, it wasn't the most realistic, but, like, who cares? It is so much fun. Um there's a lot of replay value as we talked about earlier with the different modes and like the Devastator and the Smasher and the circuit racing stuff. The Devastator is pretty interesting because like you couldn't get points from just doing tricks and stuff. Like in freestyle, if you spent a lot of time in the air, that was just racking up points basically. But in Devastator, it was based on like how much damage, how much like property damage you caused to the to the uh, environment you were in which is really interesting it's like oh i gotta constantly keep driving and not just stay in the air the whole time which is in which again just adds to the variety of this game um you're you have like full control of the truck so you can just like do a bunch of backflips a bunch of um endos and stuff trying to think of other tricks you could do in there just like some crazy stuff it's a it's a fun game and when this game came out like 2008 and like i was nine years old at the time so like when this came out i was like yes this is this is great this is a fun time so it's like it's my favorite game of all time for monster jam the only thing i'm gonna say is this is my childhood this was definitely one of like my favorite games like this and the original monster jam game is like one of like the best games at the time. Like I was so addicted and hooked on to this game. It got to the point to where my mom had to start taking away my my Wii controller because I wouldn't do anything. I'd stay up twenty four seven playing this game because of how like addicting the game was. Yeah, it, there's so much replay value in that game, and I think it takes like it takes everything that the original Monster Jam game did in terms of like racing and stuff. And just made it ten times more crazy. The physics are definitely better in the, or more realistic, I should say, in the Monster Jam game. But like, they just went all out. Like Activision just 
threw caution to the wind and was just like, let's just let's just have some fun with this. And they made a really well structured out game, and I have some really fond memories about it. There's also, um, I remember some of the trunks were, like, really difficult to unlock. Like, I know, like I think, was one of the hardest ones because that last level always kicked my ass as a kid. Like, I always thought that there was some strategy you had to do to win because, you know, like, all the other modes you could kind of... Ch- uh, not all the other modes. All the other levels in Devastator you could kind of cheese. You could just, like, drive around, hit ever everything but in this one you had to get a certain amount of points so i thought you had to like smash things quickly back up turn around smash more things and like it was so hard to unlock devastator from devastator which i thought was kind of funny um i think another one was dalmatian i think that one was really hard i think you had to get a certain score in ski ball um yeah, I'm not sure. About Iron Outlaw was also a difficult one to unlock. How did you get that one? I forget. Iron Outlaw was really difficult because uh, there's a, I think it was the San Francisco level in Circuit Racing where you have to be, I think it was two minutes and 30 seconds. I don't remember, but it was a certain time that you had to beat to unlock Iron Outlaw. And for me, that was close. That was a close second difficult next to the Devastator. Yeah, the, they um, the difficulty in some parts of this game is like really difficult. But like it's also I remember Blacksmith. You needed like three controllers. Like you needed like three or like four people to, playing at once. Yeah, you needed to play multiplayer or something. I think. Yeah, and I only had two Wii controllers, so like I never unlocked. Yeah, so that never happened. Just out of curiosity, what did you guys have Urban Assault on? Because I had it on the PlayStation 2. I had it on the Wii. I had it on the PlayStation 2. And then Ethan had it on the Wii as well. Um, Alright, shall we move on to the next game? Monster Jam Path... I can't speak. Monster Jam Path of Destruction. Yes, sir. Alright, well, we move on to Monster Jam Path of Destruction. It was the last game released by Activision. It was released on November 9th, 2010. It was released for the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, Nintendo DS, PlayStation Portable, and Nintendo Wii. Uh, The game gives you the feature for the first time ever, and I know a lot of people really like this feature, and I unfortunately never got to try this. You get to create your own Monster Jam truck, and there are boss trucks that can be unlocked by winning the events featured in certain stadiums. There are 28 trucks in total. There are three trucks that are pre-unlocked, 17 unlockable trucks, and these, and there are eight unlockable boss trucks. Um, there was just, again, an, another great list of sorry a great roster of trucks Uh, i'm gonna quickly go through this again uh the normal trucks consist of air force afterburner avenger predator destroyer king crunch blacksmith black stallion stone crusher bounty hunter bad news travels fast 
Medusa, Brutus, the original Gravedigger, Gunslinger, the Felon, Jurassic Attack, War Wizard, Backwards Bob, and Bulldozer. The boss trucks consist of Gravedigger, which is for Orlando, Maximum Destruction for Indianapolis, Advanced Auto Parts Grinder for Minneapolis, Blue Thunder for Houston, El Toro Loco for San Diego, uh, Captain's Curse for Oakland, Monster Mart for New Orleans, and Mohawk Warrior for Las Vegas. And there's also 19 customizable trucks in the game, so they're basically just like a blank thing that you can add like little accessories to. Um, the game modes, there's a career mode, a multiplayer mode, and a championship mode. Uh, the event types is freestyle, stadium racing, um, what else is there? Stunt challenge, circuit race, team race, time crunch, and gate rush. Again, unfortunately, this is the one I'm really bummed out that I never got to play. I have not played this game, so I, other than the information that I have, I don't know anything about this game. Oh, sorry, I haven't played it, so I can't tell you whether or not it's really fun uh, or the really cool thing. So I'm hoping you guys can uh, tell me about what I missed, which sucks that I missed it because I really wanted to play this. Passive Destruction, to me, was a cool game. Well, it still is, actually. And fun fact, I, I owned uh, I owned this game for both the Wii and the PS3. I still have the PS3 one. Uh, this game, like, if it's just the next level after Urban Assault. Like, it feels a little bit more realistic, except the tracks still aren't, but they somewhat still are. Um, even, I, I was just thinking about this today, but then I also think about other times. This game could have been a whole lot better if it had some cooler stuff like the customization. You were only allowed about five decals per side, and this and both the left and right sides were both mirrored, so you really didn't have a lot of freedom to it. Um, you know, the trucks were heavy, uh, like somewhat heavy, but they weren't as light either. And um, it could have been it. This all right. This would have been a game changer for the Monster Jam franchise game. Uh, game franchises. It could. This could have been the game with the online play, where a lot of people. It would have been like what two, four uh, players max, and a server. And it, it really would have been just a cool concept to have in that game. But yeah, and overall, Passive Destruction still a cool game, but it still could have been a lot better. But either way, yeah. So, yeah, this, um, I think they did miss out with like the lack of online play. I feel like that would have been perfect for this game because this game is basically everything you would like you would want in a monster jam game. Also, this is the first game in the in the series basically where the trucks actually feel like monster trucks. If you played this game, and if you played any other game, you you know what I'm talking about. The trucks actually have weight to them. They're not like these flying, unstoppable things. They actually feel like things where like they're difficult to drive, and they're and you have to like make tank control. You can't just drive like like crazy, basically. So I think the realistic value of this game is really high with that. And I also like how they 
gave they introduced like the monster jam like the the main monster jam drivers that's like and they get let them like, they made them like the personalities in this game from like the tutorials i remember like the first tutorial where like dennis anderson's like oh i'm gonna teach you how to drive grave digger and here are the keys and he's like they they had him record lines and stuff and they did that for a couple other drivers so i thought that was really interesting because no other game up to that point has done that um i also remember the one of the commercials for this game where it was george bell and oh, this, yes. this one kid yeah and they were racing and then the kid lost so he had to get a mohawk i remember that that was a good marketing scheme for this game and then they cl- they they one of my favorite parts in that commercials afterwards and they they clash the like they hit each other with the mohawks and then they added in yeah. like the cheap clink sound I, that was, that <laughs> yeah, that was, so dumb. that was that was fantastic. And the um, videos too, the intro videos that they used to hype up the the things, the weird, yeah. the cool effects that they did. Um, like for example, the Gravedigger one, they had like they muted most of the colors, um, and they had like the ghost in the background. I remember Maximum Destruction had like barrels and stuff. It was just really cool. And I'm sad that I didn't, I've never been able to play it, and hopefully one day I'll be able to give it a go. Yeah, the the loading screen videos are really cool. Um, also, because they like featured all the boss trucks, and that's what I meant with like the drivers having personality because yeah, they yeah. were they introduced like the boss trucks. I thought that was really cool. I also liked how each track for these boss trucks, quote unquote, were like personalized to that truck. Like, I remember... Well, they had, like, like the, certain decals for, like, El Toro Loco on the... Yeah. And, like, I know, like, I think it was the Oakland track, where, like, Captain's Curse was the boss tr- truck for that, and there was, like, this one ramp where it was kind of, like, a sc- giant sculptor of a wave, and you could, like, do, like, a... Like a... I don't know. <laughs> it was, like, a, a mid-air barrel thing in the air. I thought that was really cool. Um, they basically took... It's like the pure opposite of Urban Assault. It's like Urban Assault was like really crazy, but like now there's no outdoor events, except for like... But like the outdoor events in this game are like confined inside the stadium still. It's like an extension of the stadium events. So I thought that was an interesting uh, this decision to make the game more realistic and uh the freestyle is really good it's kind of this once you get a hang of like saving your truck it like it's a little too easy but like it's still a good freestyle there's still good mechanics in the game like i said earlier the trucks feel heavy and it feels like when you flip over it's like you're flipped over it's not like you you can just like spin your way out of it so yeah, this game has a lot going for it. Ethan, do you want to say anything else? Wait, what are we talking about? Path of Destruction? Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, best game of all time. Best monster game of all time, hands down. I, I One of my favorite things was... I don't remember, I honestly was not paying attention at all. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, It's like the, the custom trucks option. That, that was awesome. I said... 
this was like the first game where like I actually started like doing like like mini competitions. Like I like I'd actually like ride out like like a six truck lineup. <laughs> Excuse me, and do like racing and freestyle competitions with the trucks. This was like the best game of all time at, at the time. It was so good. Shall we move on to um not not one of the best games in what let's let's just skip all the games and go to like yeah. Well, unfortunately not, Ethan, because we move on to definitely one of the best. Wink, wink. I'm joking. Uh, Monster Jam, as big as it gets. This was the mobile app released in 2014 as a free-to-play game on all mobile devices. Released by Team 6 Games Studios and published by Game Mill Entertainment. The game, for some ungodly reason, has been removed from uh, the App Store, Google Play Store, and... I don't think it's been removed from all devices, but whatever system your phone uses to download apps, it has been removed from. Uh, I had 24 trucks, and I remember literally, well, I remember a couple of things, but it's, it's very poor. It had negative reviews, and it wasn't really fun. It controlled, like, ass. Um, the truck selection was alright. Um... But it was just not very good. I didn't really like it. There were some really stupid modes. One of the cool ones I kind of liked was the towing test, where you got to tow a certain um, thing through. Uh, I think the 2D mo uh, the 2D things were some of the better modes, considering the fact that they played a lot better than the 3D ones. Uh, that's just my opinion, of course. Other than that, I really don't remember anything about this game. This game, I did try out. Uh, what did you guys think of this very interesting game? This game is the absolute pinnacle of what a monster game should be. No, no, no. Um, but I remember downloading this in, like, 2015... And the controls were, like, really wonky. The trucks didn't feel like monster trucks. It's, like, every game up until, like, Path of Destruction, like, it felt like an improvement of the previous game. Yeah. That trend stops with this game because, like, all the realism of, Ma of Path of Destruction is gone. Um, <laughs> the, it's just... I just don't remember. It, don't, was, the, it was the loss of Activision that I think is the reason why we got these, let's say, great string of games. I'm, I'm joking, oh, of course, sure. when I say great. Um, yeah, do you guys want to add... Sorry that I kind of cut you off. Do you guys want to add anything else on... No, that's, that's, that's fine. Um, yeah, but, like, that's definitely, that's definitely it. Because, like, there's, like, there's a lot of... There's, there's like, three major uh, eras, quote-unquote, for these for Monster Jam games. You got, like, the Game Boy, GameCube eras, which was the first two games. Then you got the Activision era, where it kind of peaked those last three games we talked about. And then we got from, like, 2014 onwards, which were, like you said, the Activision... I don't know if, like, the contract expired or if they just decided not to renew it for whatever reason. But, like, they got a new developer and... The developer just—I don't know if they just don't know how to make video games or 
if they didn't understand what Monster Jam was supposed to be. But, like, this game's just not that good. I, I would not recommend playing this game. Yeah, when this game was first announced and around like a couple months before 2014, I was kind of excited about it. Not all too excited. Although once I got into playing it, like an hour in, I was just bored. Like I already had unlocked like five of them, I'd say. And then one thing about it, they kept, like luckily, they kept updating the game uh, with the new trucks and then some physics. Uh, fix and like that was some good parts, but the game in total was just it was a really downhill kind of game. Like after pat after your momentum was just going good, it goes just straight the garbage, and you just can't do anything about it. Well, I actually got but really it, interested because I remember um, that I did this. Uh, when the game first came out. So I've looked up the games that both Team 6 Games and Game Mill Entertainment have um, have put up, and le- let's just say that there may not be the... I, I don't know, maybe it was... I, I don't know. So the- these are the games, with the exception of the Monster Jam uh, app game that they put out, uh, engine. So this is for Team Six Games. Engines of War, Flat Out Stuntman, Uphill Rush, and Ferrens. Ferrens. I can't say that. Oh, and Super Street the game. For Game Mill Entertainment, they don't have Monster Gem up there at all. Uh, we have Zombie Land, Double Tap, Road Trip, Street Outlaws, Rap Rapala, Fishing Pro Series. Big Buck Hunter Arcade, uh, Deer Hunter Reloaded, Big Hero 6 Battle in the Bay, and Disney Frozen Ola- Olaf's... Olaf's? I can't say it. Olaf's Quest, Hotel Transylvania, Zuzu Pets, and Country Dance All-Stars. So, you can tell that these that these people knew absolutely what they were doing when Monster Jam decided, hey, you guys are the perfect people to make these games. Uh, someone was going to say something earlier. I kind of cut them off. Uh, we move on to yep. Monster Jam Battlegrounds. It was released on June 10th, 2015 for Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and and for Steam, which is on PC. Released by Team 6 Game Studios and published by Game Mill Entertainment. The game modes has skill driving, which is get to get from the start to the finish of a map with obstacles along the way. Uh, it diff- the difficulty ranges from very easy to extreme. There are stadium events that has, uh, three sets, two, sorry, two sets of three races each, uh, and you have freestyle as well. There's stunt mode, which has, uh, each of the five maps contains a separate goal for each mission type. There's jump, which is basically like, I don't know, like a get the furthest you can. I don't know what those games are called, but whatever. Um, excuse me. There's precision, get a higher jump to the goal at a certain elevation. The easy goal is one star, the medium goal is two stars, and the hard goal is three stars. There's destruction, which is hit as many cars as you can in order to earn three stars. Ten cars hits... 
ten, sorry, ten cars hit gets you. This doesn't make sense. Gets you to one star. Fifteen cars gets you to two stars, and twenty cars gets you to three stars. Now, in my opinion, and this has been a long time since I've played this, but it's it's like the other one. But in my opinion, I think it was a step up. Uh, the truck selection was exactly the same, except for the other version had El Diablo 2013 and El Diablo 2014. This one only had El Diablo 2014. So though I think there's only about, like, 23 trucks or something. I think the last one had 24. Yeah, it ha did have 24. So this one only had 23. Um, but I thought that this was a very, very small step up from the last one. And I had a little bit of fun at the time, but I haven't played it since, and I guarantee you I probably wouldn't find it fun at all. Um, so, I'm going to say it's not a bad game, but it's not great either. It's kind of in the middle, but it's more, I think it's more bad than it, than it is good. Yeah, this, like you said, it's, it's an improvement, but it's the slightest of improvements from the previous release. Um, I remember... Like when they just okay when they designed this game, it was clear that it was designed for like mobile platforms first because the main bulk of the most of the assets from that game because it had it looked exactly the same except slightly different. Yeah, yeah, because like the t like those two D two D maps like those scrolling maps that took up like a bulk of the game, and the trucks look fine. Like, in the 2D parts of the game, but, like, I remember, like, the stadium events where the trucks, again, were really wonky. They weren't as wonky as in the previous release, but, like, they just didn't look good, and they don't have weight. They don't, they just kind of bounce around everywhere, and it's, this game doesn't have much to offer in terms of good stuff. It's still... It's not the worst thing you'll ever play, but like, it's there's not too much of a there's there's very little replay value of this game, and um, it does have Metal Militia in there. I think this is the only game. No, Crush had Metal Militia as well. Oh, never mind, never mind. Okay. Mobile app also had it. Yeah, you, oh. you're all good. You're all good. Never mind. Um. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's that's one thing these games have going for them. You can play as a metal militia, which you can't do in any other game. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Lane, do you want to um, add? Oh, sorry. Oh uh, yeah, it was my honest thought about it. Like, like both of you said, it was a slight upgrade, a slight update from uh, mobile. Um, when they first when. Monster Jam dropped the first teaser, which was literally the teaser to I forgot which one was it. The one that it was one of the two D ones. I all I remember, and it was like Max D just going just speeding through a mountain. That's all I remember. But when the game drops in summer of twenty fifteen, I I didn't feel any difference except it was on consoles this time. Um, and uh, I still have it today, actually. I just don't. And I only play it whenever I just feel like it. But, like, one thing I'm re I really do get frustrated with this game a lot is 
the way these trucks backflip out of like uh, they slide around too much, like if it was a mud show, only inside somehow for some reason. And then uh, yeah, most of the physics didn't make sense in, this, in most of the stadium uh, show, uh, most of the stadium levels. Uh, yeah, everything was still the same from the last game. No, there's not much difference to it. And, you know, it was really like a low expected game, just like the last one. Yeah, I mean, it, I I don't really remember much from this game. I think I think one level I had because I think they had like power ups or something. That's like a speed boost and like a jump boost. I think I yeah, remember you... one level. I had I think the leaderboards were separate for each one. I think one of them I was in like the top, the top I don't know ten or something, and I was like, wow, I've done so good. I'm such a pro. And now I look back at it, and I'm just like, wow, I can't believe I, 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 I spent my time, my, my <laughs> free time, getting a, a good spot on a leaderboard on a game that's not even that good. Do you guys want to add anything else, or shall we move on to everybody's favorite that's better than Urban Assault, that's better than... I'm sorry. Oh, boy. I can't keep this One up. thing... Yeah, I do have to add one thing. I don't know if anyone's notices, noticed this, but... uh. Crushy, I mean not Crushy, Mobile and Battlegrounds used to, I think used the same models yeah, they that activate for uh, passive destruction. Because I just looked at Grape Leader and uh, Maximum Max D or many of those, they really used the same models, didn't they? Well, especially from uh, the for... mobile app to the what was it the the console game, know. they definitely used the same models. I'm not sure about. Path of Destruction, though. You might have to look into that. Or is that... that... Yeah. They, they just look really familiar to me as well. Alright. Yeah, they definitely recycled those for a lot of those old trucks. Well, we move on to a game that is definitely one of the worst. Monster Jam Crush It! Developed by Team Six Game Studios and published by Game Mill Entertainment. It's released on October 25th, 2016 for Xbox One and PlayStation 4. And then it was later released on October 31st, 2017 for the... Sorry, I can't speak. For the Nintendo Switch. There are three trucks pre-unlocked, 21 unlockable trucks, one DLC exclusive truck... Uh, which is only for the Xbox One and PS4, and that is the Chrome Gravedigger from that year, 2016. Uh, but there, but that was added into the normal game, like Megalodon and Earthshaker, which are the two exclusive Nintendo Switch trucks. Uh, that Chrome Gravedigger was not a DLC for the Nintendo Switch, but was for the Xbox One and PS4. Uh consists of stadium races, uh, stadium freestyle, um, hill climb, and crash mode. Uh, and this game was heavily criticized for its unrealistic physics and poor quality. I do want to say that I'm going to give it just a few things that I think is good about it. And I know that's, I, I know you might go like, Jackson, what are you talking about? This game is terrible. How is there nothing good? Well, I, I, I'm attempt to convince you otherwise. J- just for these these things. Number one, the music 
in the in when you open up the game, I actually really like. It's really cool. It's really like kick-ass and metal. I actually really like uh how like the the intro theme. It's really nice. I think you guys should listen to it. It is up on YouTube. Um second is the truck selection. I think the truck selection is pretty good. Uh, I'm going to go through this real quick. Avenger, Blue Thunder, Bounty Hunter, Captain's Curse, Dragon, Earthshaker, Toro Loco, Toro Loco Black, Toro Loco Yellow, Gravedigger, Gravedigger Chrome, Lickasaur Crusader, Medusa, Max D, Megalodon, Metal Militia, Mohawk Warrior, Monster Mart, Monster Mart Dalmatian, Monster Mart Junkyard Dog, Monster Mart Rottweiler, New Earth Authority, or NEA Police, Northern Nightmare, Pirate's Curse, Son of a Digger, Stone Crusher, and Zombie. And my final good thing for it is I actually think, obviously, the graphics aren't the best-looking thing in the world. But I think the graphics and just how the trucks look in general, I think, uh, look, in my opinion, so much better than the previous two games. But that is it for all the... what do you want to call it? Good stuff. The rest of the game is terrible. The trucks control like ass. I don't understand how they even manage to do this. You can do like six flips. Your truck can can defy the laws of physics. I remember when the game first came out, you actually you couldn't earn any more points but getting airtime. And if you reversed, uh, especially if you crashed into a wall because the game physics is so fing bad. They took points away from your total, which I think is so dumb, and I don't know why they did that. Luckily, they patched that, but they decided, well, the physics are fantastic in this game. Why would we change it? So, yeah, what an absolute crap game. Uh, I just don't understand how they managed to put this out there. And I remember, too, um... There, it's up on my YouTube channel under my Crush It Fails funny moments because the game is so bad. Uh, they spelled Son of a Digger wrong. They couldn't even spell a truck's name right. They spelled it Son of a, and I think they put, they put the same, they put it together. There's no hyphen. Um, I know that's like a small thing to notice, but like, what? How do you, That's the attention you to detail. That? How do you, how can you do that? I don't understand. And then the rest of the game, the physics are just so ass. I can't complain enough about the physics. The loading times are obnoxious. Uh, there, there's a cheap effect where if you die, it says wasted and it goes all slow-mo and there's no way you can skip it. And then when you go out for freestyle, there's a super long intro where they try to be like, wow, look at this. It's so cool. And you can't skip it. You got to sit there and watch all of it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't like this game at all. Uh, what, what, what did you guys think of this absolute monstrosity that doesn't even deserve to be called a game? I mean, um, well, you can go first. Sorry, God. Okay. Um, I mean, the the things this game has has going for it is, like you said, um, the graphics are pretty good compared to the past couple games. They're actually the trucks are really nice to look at. I think the proportions are off, <laughs> at least to me, because the. Especially like during the gameplay of this game, the tires look really tiny compared to the rest of the truck, and it just really looks weird. 
it kind of it, that's it kind of bothers me a little bit but like that's just me um we got the trademark team six physics which you know is just superb you can do midair you can do like a triple midair backflip which is just phenomenal i love it when real monster trucks do that and i also <laughs> there was <laughs> i remember a major complaint with this game was the backflip ramps you could just like drive on top of them at like a 90 degree angle instead of doing an actual backflip it was so weird i don't know how they managed to put that to like code that to like make it work like that but like like i said it's trademark team six um the loading music's pretty good i re- i'm glad that you brought that up because now i remember like it was actually pretty fun to listen to um they also had a couple trucks i guess they were trying to like recreate like a natural event with this they would put like they would have three park trucks and one was and i remember in one stadium there was one right next to the backflip ramp which makes no sense oh yeah yeah i remember that it was so weird. i don't know what they were trying to accomplish with that but they did that so that's another thing this game has in it um the graphics are really good like i said you got the xbox one and playstation 4 and the switch engines running this game so you'd expect the graphics look really good and they do look really good in this game but like <laughs> you got disproportional trucks you got it's just not classic fun. it's not fun at all it's, it's not fun it's super glitchy the trucks are super touchy you can like roll over just by instead of driving over the crush cars you like do a barrel roll over the truck cars. It's just not fun. The trucks don't feel like normal trucks. This is this is a, a definite low point in the <laughs> Monster Jam video game franchise. They don't even they don't even feel like they, they don't. It's not just that they don't feel like trucks. They just don't feel like any vehicle. It feels like a some yeah. really crappy spaceship that can't fly. <laughs> yeah, literally, it's like. This game should be an alpha. This should not have been released because there's too many glaring problems. Like I said, you could do a triple back, midair triple backflip off of one ramp. You're not supposed to be able to do that. These things weigh 10,000 pounds, and you're not supposed <laughs> You're just not supposed to do that. I don't get it. I just don't get how they pass this off as, a, as like, oh, yeah, that game's good to go. That's an accurate representation of Monster, monster Jam. <laughs> Uh, it's it's whew, that's yeah it's it's yeah uh, thank god I never owned this game like I've come I've come across it on in games uh, game stores and everything but I've never even thought about buying it or anything because when I because when I saw videos on launch day it was just so terrible it was just like it just it was I don't know what I don't know what they were thinking of for a la- for the last game. Uh, I mean, one thing I can say that's good about it, like like uh, you said, of like the graphics, like most of the trucks look good. Maybe except Rottweiler. Uh, I don't know what was up with them. Maybe Dalmatian too. I don't know what was up. I don't know what was up with the team uh, Monster Mart trucks. But uh, yeah, I just. I don't know what we're thinking with this game. Maybe except the music. That was really good too. And um yeah, I just glad glad they never 
I mean, I'm glad that I never bought it uh, or anything. I was about to buy it on Steam, but they took but they took it off like maybe a couple months before they took off Battle Battlegrounds off Steam, which they took Battlegrounds off two months before t- they put in Steel Titans. But uh, yeah, I just I don't know what they were thinking with this. They were just like, all right, let's just throw in some ideas and call it Crush It. And the, and the yep. name, I, in my opinion, too, is really lazy. Like, Crush It. Like, come on. Pretty lazy. Also, yeah. the, also, whole, the whole game is also, very lazy. Yeah. Also, this, not only was the game was entirely lazy, like, even they announced it a month before, like, a month at the kickoff show a month before it got released. So that was really some really lazy marketing, honestly. Like they just said, "Hey, we have a new game. No one really booked it." It's it's like they knew it was bad, but yet they hyped it up like, "Oh my god, it's the next best game." Yeah, like yeah. probably a week before they released it, they re- they finally launched the trailer, or I think it, yeah, like a week before, and then they were like, "Good job, us," I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna move away from this, from that terrible game, into the most recent, which is definitely one of the best games to play, uh, in my opinion, in the series. Monster Jam Steel Titans. It was developed by Rainbow Studios and published by THQ Nordic. It was released on June 25th, 2019, for PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. It released digit digitally on November 26th, 2019. And the Nintendo Switch got a physical version on February 4th, 2020. Uh, There's a couple of game versions. There's a collector's edition, which is 80 USD for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One only. It has the Monster Jam Steel Titans game with a premium edition box. Uh, It's got instant access to Gravedigger, Autorial Locker, and Monster Mart Rottweiler. Uh, It has a... uh, a postcard book with truck facts with all 25 of the trucks that were released from day one. Uh, whatever a steel bookcase is, I didn't get this because it was too much for me. It's like a hundred, a hundred and something dollars in Australia. And I was like, I can't be bothered to buy this, but I wanted to. Uh, and it's got an exclusive Spin Master 124 scale gra- uh, gold grave digger, which is included in the Amazon package. Uh, there's the standard edition which has the game, and it's got, if you pre-ordered it, uh, you got a exclusive gold Monster Jam truck. There was Gravedigger, Autorio Loco, Megalodon, and Dragon. Those are now as DLC. There's the digital, uh, pardon me, there's the digital version, which has the game and instant access to Gravedigger, Autorio Loco, and Monster Mart Rottweiler, which was for pre-order only. There's 47 trucks. There's one pre-unlocked truck, which is the Monster Jam University truck, which I thought was such a cool addition. Uh, There's 29 unlockable trucks, which includes the three overcast trucks that got added in in that one update. And there's 17 DLC trucks, there's a, there's a career mode which has you competing in racing, freestyle, two-wheel skills, outdoor racing, time destruction. There might be some others I may have missed. There's a career plus mode which has more challenging challenges to put your skills to the test. And there's something that I've wanted ever 
I don't know. I just really like this idea, and I'm so glad they do it. And I know that um, Rainbow Studios and... Uh, what's the other people? THQ Nordic are making another Monster Jam game for this year that I kind of hope doesn't get pushed back late, uh, any later because I really want to see what they do with the next one. Uh, there's an open world that you're able to explore. Uh, Monster Jam University is built into it and there's extra bonus challenges that you can add uh, into it too. Uh, there's a great list of trucks. The only thing I have to critique before I bring it up is there's no independence, which really sucks. Uh, but, um, maybe, maybe it's because they, I don't know, some, some probably licensing, no, I can't speak, licensing issues. Uh, but, uh, the list of trucks, Alien Invasion, Blue Thunder, Captain's Curse, Doomsday, Dragon, the Overcast Dragon, Earthshaker, El Toro Loco, El Toro Loco Black, El Toro Loco Yellow, Gravedigger, Gravedigger Overcast, Gravedigger the Legend, Max D, Max D Black, Max D Gold, pardon me, Megalodon Overcast, Mohawk Warrior, Monster Jam Training Truck, Monster Mart, Monster Mart Dalmatian, Monster Mart Rottweiler, Northern Nightmare, Pirate's Curse, Soldier Fortune, Soldier Fortune Black Ops, Son of a Digger, Whiplash, Zombie, uh, there's Bakugan Dragonoid as DLC, there's the Fire and Ice Trucks, uh, the three gold, uh, trucks that I said. The Fire and Ice Trucks consist of Dragon Ice, Ultralico Ice, Gravedigger Fire, Gravedigger Ice, Max D Fire, Megalodon Fire, Mohawk Warrior Fire, Monster Mutt Dalmatian Ice, Soldier Fortune Ice, Wildfire, which, uh, Feld Truck, Yeti Feld, and Zombie Fire. So, there's a lot of trucks. This game is so fun to play. Yes, the physics may not be the most realistic thing in the world, but uh, I think a lot of fans were glad that it that this game was just so much better than... than, um... What's it called? The other... Um... Game, Crush It, games. and the rest of that. Um... And this game is really fun. There's so many cool things. There was actual effort, time, and all that stuff put into this game. And that's why people like it. You can't cookie cut these games and just half-ass it when you make it. You gotta put time, you gotta put effort, you gotta put, you know, all that stuff to make a good game. And that's what they did. The open world thing is so cool. They brought back those racing things, which may not be as entertaining as, say, Urban Assault or... What was the other one? Monster Jam, the video game, the 2007. Yep. Yeah. Um, but it was... It's still fun. Uh, I don't play it as much now, considering the fact that I finished um, the, the whole game, the career mode and the other stuff. But it's still fun to come back to. And, I'm, you know, the physics may not be the best thing in the world, but it's really, really fun. The trucks have realistic damage, with the exception of... Well, it's... Okay, that's mainly for the body parts. Um, and uh, the ramps may be a bit big, but it's just really fun to play. I really like this game. Re really, just really fun. What did you guys think? Yeah, this this game was definitely a step in the right direction. 
in terms of quality, like you said, they put a lot more time and effort into this game, and there's a lot more things to remember. There's more memorable stuff in this game. I think that's, like, the main issue with, like, the Team 6 games. A lot of them are kind of just, like, carbon copied, and there's not much to distinguish each individual game from each from the other games. But this one, they... I remember, like, the, the free roam mode. There's a lot of, like, his hidden uh, Easter eggs in there. Don't quote me on this. I think there's a UFO in there somewhere. Yeah, there I is. Where yeah, you get yeah. to drive so, alien, you drive up to it, and it hovers. That was really cool. Yep. Yeah, so there's, like, a lot of hidden stuff that they decided to put in there. A lot of little Easter eggs that, you know, a lot of, like, hardcore fans would definitely appreciate. And... I remember the hype for this game last year. It was off the charts. It was everybody wanted to play this game when it came out. When they announced it, everybody just like went berserk. And it's kind of justified because this game has a lot to offer. The uh the physics aren't all there, but like for what it is, it's really well done. I I remember like there's like you could pull off some really absurd stuff in the, in the freestyle events. Just like you could rack up a bunch of combos and stuff and then get a load of points, which is really fun. Um, the, the Also the Fire and Ice edition, adding adding those trucks in there, I think that was a nice touch. The graphics look great. Um, there's a lot of variety in this game. I'm I don't know if it's the best game ever made, but it's definitely an excellent game. And I f- it was definitely a good decision to have with new developers and Rainbow Studios and THQ Nordic. I know THQ, they do a lot of like arcade-style st- arcade racing games. So this is kind of like, they're, they're really familiar with this type of style of racing game. So that was a really excellent decision to have them develop it. And... Yeah, it's a solid game. It's really fun. Um, like I said, this this game off the get go was just was really fun. Well, maybe the physics was a little bit off, but you know, it's a studio that cares about it, and they fixed it right around the fire and ice update. I want to say, but uh, but yeah, Steel Times a really big step up from whatever game happened last was made last actually and um yeah it's just really fun game honestly i don't know what to say i i just don't know what to say because i'm still you know thinking a lot but i'm still thinking what to say for this game like it's really good graphics uh yeah i know maybe the trucks could have been up like upsized a little or to stay like stay upscale with the track. Um, like most of the modes, like the open world was really, a, it was just really awesome. Uh, like the, also like one thing I really did love about this game is that finally we did get, we get a game where the dirt wears as you just yes. go on it. I'm glad you like you just, it, like it, like fun, like, this is from a studio that made MX versus ATV all out, and well, MX versus ATV series games, because in those games the tr- the tr- the dirt 
does wear out as you go. And they put that into steel tines, and I was just really happy because that make that puts it into more realistic feeling. Um, Definitely. Uh, like right, like the current physics we have is not as best. It's not as the best as the last one we had, where we got Uncle Gon Dragonoid, where you would get one single backflip off the container. Uh, the you know, well, just a lot, and. Um, also, one thing that I was, I'm really glad about—they uh, added arenas to this track, to this game. Yeah. And so can... when Denver, when Denver uh, was announced, I was just really happy. Although I knew it, I knew it wasn't like, I know the track wasn't as close to the real one, but you know, it was still that one column hybrid uh, track. It was—it just felt like I was playing. I was in the Pepsi Center. In Denver, just driving a truck. It just felt awesome. Um, also, sorry, just to more add to it, uh, because of this game, you know, because of how cool it is and how good it is too. Uh, an eSport was made. Well, not a, not like a really big one, but an eSport was made. Uh, Steel Time Sports League. Um, I don't know if you wanted to announce that, but I, yeah, I, I, I did. Uh, before we get to that, and I appreciate you bringing that up, man, because I know that you're, you're, you, you were a driver and you are, aren't you? I think you're competing in the next season. Yes, I'm in this. Uh, thir- I'm gonna be in this third season driving Max D Black. Uh, in the second second season, I was driving Doomsday. Land uh, finished fourth in the point standings. Uh, I, I still don't know where I finished off in World Finals, but I'm happy to announce that I'm in the third season in Max D. Black. Um, well, but just before we move on to that little bit where we talk about the Steel Titans Sports League, uh, also I wanted to say about Steel Titans is just remembering too, most of the tracks are based on the real-life tracks, which I really liked because that's the thing that I think Monster Jam fans like. We do like, I think, I mean, I kind of am speaking for myself, and you guys can chime in whether or not you agree with me or not, but I I like when, like, with Urban Assault and stuff, those tracks were just like a mix of ramps, and I think I liked the tracks more that seemed more, I don't know, let's say realistic. Like, the, the, the realistic tracks that they have in Steel Titans... And the addition of the some of the newer tracks that were like cool concepts, like I think San Diego was one that I really liked, and that was the one where you start up on like the that giant dirt pad. That was really cool. And there was one arena where it was like an over and under. I really liked that. That was really cool, and I liked the creativity. That they bought that they brought into that and just the creativity throughout the game in general is what makes it really fun uh and that's kind of it what i have for steel titans except for the steel titans sports league but i wanted to talk about this so the monster gem community and kind of the monster truck community in general has been very very vocal about uh realism and that's kind of what most of us have been wanting uh so I'm sure you guys are very familiar with this, but uh, some fans have taken it to playing sandbox games like Rigs of Rods and BeamNG Drive. 
uh, where people spend time crafting almost like forbatum trucks that literally you could look at any angle and looks like the real truck. Um, there's uh, one of the biggest examples that I'd have to say is if you type in on Google Gravedigger 35 and then go on Sim Monsters and look at Gravedigger 35, put those two pictures together and I can tell you for a fact that uh, th they are identical. Obviously, with the exception of one's real life and one's from the game. Uh, and it's really fun. The tracks are made by the fans. They're proportionally sized. The physics are fun. And that's where a lot of people play. You know, they don't really... I mean, sure, they like going back. But if they want realism, like real life, they play this. And we've seen some drivers play that. And I think one time we saw... I think it was Tyler Meninger was playing Rigs of Rods... <laughs> Uh, in some sort of like weird simulator thing that was in a Monster Jam episode, um, I think that happened once, and it's it's really fun to get into. Rigs of Rods is so fun. Uh, you get to mess around, you get to play as trucks and download them. It's really easy to set up, and it's free too. Not BMNG, but Rigs of Rods is. But the content for both, I believe, is all free as well. Uh, and the other one that uh, Lane just brought up was the Monster Jam Steel Titans Sports League. Uh, some Monster Jam fans have started, as Lane said, an unofficial esports league based on Monster Jam Steel Titans, where, uh, actually, I'm going to let Lane describe it because you are more familiar with it than I am. So can you tell everyone at home what the Steel Titans Sports League is? All right, so this... Uh, Steel Titan Sports League, it's an uh, unofficial eSport league um, made up by just a couple of people. And they started around uh, like a month or two, like a month after the game was officially launched. And you, they started off with, I think, 14 or 16 trucks in their first season. And uh, I think, yeah, they started off with 14, 16 trucks in their first season. Uh, I forgot. I don't remember who won the first season but and then we go on to the second season uh with the same amount of trucks i think 16 what uh 16 was the number and i think and i was one of them in doomsday uh winner of that season was that uh uh alexander Parrish and great close mohawk water fire uh, and then now we're on to the third season uh one thing about this i will say that every truck that's in the game has been signed up by, by you know, every truck is full. Uh, every truck has been signed up by someone. And, but when I mean every truck, I mean every truck that's in the game from the overcasts, the gold, the fire nice trucks, the regular ones from launch, every truck, even the training truck. That's a surprising one. And um, season three will, will come out in just a, maybe a couple weeks. And I'm not I'm not too sure yet. Um, but yeah, it's an unofficial uh uh, eSport uh, League, and um, yeah, we have a lot of fun doing that. Uh, we use we use just uh, most of the stadium and arena tracks there, uh, and a lot, sometimes I even go by through the comments, and a lot of people ask, "How can I sign up for this?" And your answer will be, uh, "Just wait for the next uh, season sign up, and probably be there." But yeah. 
that's all I can say for uh, Still Titan Sports League. Errol, do you want to add anything on to the Steel Titans Sports League or the Rigs of Rods, Beam and Sim Monsters stuff, or shall we end off today's episode? I, I have a couple of things to say. Um, the Rigs of Rods and Beam and G, like, uh, those games, those are really fun. I can tell you, like, there's, a, there's just so much, like, uh, for lack of a better word, so much freedom for the for the community and players to just play on any stadium you want. If you can think of the stadium, nine times out of ten, somebody's made it. And all the trucks you can think of are basically in there. And the customization is just in a league of its own because you can basically create your own trucks here. You can mod your own trucks. Um, the physics is great for both of these games. Um, I know BMNG is more focused on, like, there's, like, s- specific modes. Like, in Rigs of Rod, it's called Breakable, where it focuses on, like, the monster truck, like, falling apart after hit after hit. Oh, a part will fall off or whatnot. Which is all, it's a, there's, it's a very intriguing mode. And I think both of these games have it. And that's kind of like the liberty of, like, these sandbox games where the community will, like, be at the forefront of what the games of what like our vision of like a really per- like 10 out of 10 monster truck game could be and another thing is like since these games are internet based and like you play them on your PC uh, the online for this which basically in any other game they, it's unavailable in any other games like that's like another thing that sets this apart from the other games is like you can play with your friends. And I know there's like countless leagues, countless forums for like the Rods and BMNG. And even just like casual multiplayer where you can just play with your friends, which is really cool. So yeah, um, those communities are really fun. Uh, the Steel Titans, uh, the unofficial uh, esports league, that's also really intriguing. I have one question. Still Titans doesn't. It, there's no online for Still Titans, right? Yeah, that's one. That's one thing the game should should have had online. That would have been. Uh, that would have been an easier way, but since most of us in the league are either PC, PS4, or Xbox, it's still would have been cool, but would have been just hard to do. Yeah, that would have been that would have been perfect, especially for like an esports league. That you guys got going, that would just be like the cherry on top for that game. But um, yeah, it's you see, I mean, like it's still it's still got a lot of a lot to offer, and the communities for for all three of these games that we're talking about: Rigs of Rods, BMNG, and Steel Titans. It's just really interesting and really cool to see like the fans like kind of just like take hold of like what they want in a Monster Jam game. And this is really fun to watch. And, yeah, that's that's my two cents on it. And I can't wait to see what THQ Nordic... I know I kind of touched on it before, but what THQ Nordic and Rainbow Studios do for the next game that hopefully we can receive this year because I know... Uh, that's another thing, too. The developers are very interactive with the community. Um... They made a Instagram page, Monster Jam Games. They reply to a bunch of comments. They post a bunch of cool 
uh, stuff. They're very interactive, and that's what I really like. And they've been very good with feedback, so there's no doubt in my mind that when they make this next game, whether it releases what whatever time they said this year or sometime next year, I'm really excited to see what they can uh, put out there. Um, thank you everyone so much for listening. Remember, if you want to follow my social media, it's at MonsterJamestone on Instagram and MonsterJamestone on YouTube. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can also follow the official Monster Jam Weekly Podcast page at Monster Jam Weekly underscore podcast on Instagram and Monster Jam Weekly Podcast on Anchor and Spotify. Dear Lord. Before we end off today's episode, is there anything that you guys would like to shout out, plug, whatever, before we end off today's episode? Um, yeah, I... You can you can follow me at uh, EPH Graphics. That's graphics with an X at the end instead of a C S. And I just post a bunch of weird, obscure stuff. I don't post as much as I used to, but every couple weeks or even like every couple months, there's something new there. And I try not to make the same thing twice, unless it's like a series of stuff. But like, yeah, go go check that out if you want to. You guys can also follow me at lane underscore floors too. I think I mentioned this earlier in the, in the podcast. Don't remember. But you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, I'm gonna, if I'm going to be honest, I post every once in a while. It's a surprise. Yeah, I don't I don't really post every day. I just do it every, every once in a while, whenever I feel like. Whenever I feel like I have something to post. And I uh, also got a shout-out, uh, Steel Time Sports League. Follow them on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and on YouTube as well. Steel uh, Steel Times uh, Sports League gameplay is what it is, I think. And uh, yeah, and if also, also if you are, if you are interested in my actual personal reviews for these games, uh, like I said, follow me at Lane Floors Lane underscore Floors Two. Just scroll down a little, and you'll find all nine games that I've reviewed. And and uh, yeah, just had had a lot of fun doing this podcast today. No worries, guys. And I'm also going to say because Ethan's uh, mic once again has had more troubles. If you want to follow Ethan on Instagram, it's at Monster Jam Live 2020. He posts some awesome Monster Jam clips and stuff. Before we end off today's episode, I actually want to say two things. Number one, I want to thank you guys for being so supportive. You guys got that diecast episode that I did with. Uh, Monster Jam OCD, uh, Monster Jam Action 81, and Austin Dahlgren to, I think the last time I checked it, was 52 players, and that almost has as many views as the Scott Jordan one did, and, uh, I mean, I got a lot of feedback from you guys, and you guys said that you really liked it, and I'm so glad you guys did, uh, and I'm glad that I can provide some awesome content for you guys to enjoy in these very strange times and also i do want to say also i have a announcement coming this week uh it's not it's sort of about the podcast i don't really want to give it away 
uh, just yet, but I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I want to thank Ethan for coming on. I want to thank you, Errol, for coming on. And I want to thank Lane for coming on. And I want to thank all of you listeners again for listening and tuning in. And I will see you guys next week or at some point. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great week. Bye, guys. Time to jam!